This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. It's Wednesday the 9th of August and I'm recording this just a little late in the day because I'm back at the independent office having spent much of the day in Dover. The main British ferry port connections, of course, to Calais and Dunkirk. And it was a beautiful day. The white cliffs were looking magnificent. The sky was blue. The sea was calm and very busy with ferries shuttling across to Calais and Dunkirk. I was at the port of Dover to talk to the boss, Doug Bannister. And I was there because, well, this time last year we were still uh, talking about why there had been such incredibly long waits at the start of the school holidays. Some people had some quite long waits this summer holidays, but it's been nothing like as bad as was predicted, as you can hear from Doug now. Well, it's really pleasing to see that all the hard work that that teams uh, across the port put in on making certain that the summer planning went okay and it's all gone according to plan. The the numbers are turning up as we expected they would and the dwell times that we've had before border controls have only once for one hour reached the maximum peak that we had uh, warned people might be the case. I raised the question with Doug of, well, saying basically um, a lot of people would think even a wait of two and a half hours is really quite considerable. Um, 90 minutes was the uh, rate for some other busy weekends and that simply seems excessive but he put it to me that actually if you are talking about leaving the UK if you do it by air well then goodness you've got to get to the airport probably a couple of hours in ahead of time go through all those formalities and then when you get to the other end you have to of course pick up baggage you need to go through uh, passport control you have to um, organize your onward journey but in fact if you're in your car and you're traveling across and you've gone through all the eu hard border formalities at uh, dover then once you get to france you are free Let's dig a little deeper into what has happened, though, because, of course, July 2022, um, some families leaving for Calais and Dunkirk faced delays of 12 hours or more. And that was because it was the first big post-COVID getaway combined with, um, well, unfortunately, the... uh, Um, the recognition that there were new post-Brexit passport rules. When the UK voted democratically to leave the European Union and the government negotiated on our behalf, we got what we wanted. And that was the uh, exciting aspect of having uh, being treated as third country nationals. Some cynic 
typical people would say second-class citizens. Anyway, we got exactly what we wanted, which was the idea that we will get um, in when we go abroad into the European Union. We'll have our passports checked to make sure we haven't spent more than 90 days in uh, 180 days um, in Europe and also to have our passports stamped. That's what we asked for. That's what we got. Unfortunately, it means that the transfer time takes a little bit longer than it used to. Before, you might remember, I remember doing this, you would wave your passports out of the uh, car window and usually you'd just be waved through. It was not an external EU frontier, but that's what we've now installed in Kent between the cliffs and the channel. Therefore, it takes longer. Um, Doug Bannister told me really between one minute and one minute 15 seconds. So a large multiple. They've done extraordinary things to cope. They've got nine lanes for motorists now going through. And at that rate, you can just about keep up with normal demands. When it is a really peak day, then it gets sticky. And it was a really peak day at 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturday the 29th of uh, July. And that was when people had to wait two hours and 30 minutes to get through French passport control. Just a reminder what happens. It's, it's unlike really any other uh, form of um, of checking and so on. You 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 don't actually have to show a ticket to drive in to Dover. Uh, you go through French passport control. Then, and it's always a good idea to buy a ticket in advance. You go to um, the appropriate check-in desk. You go through there. They will assign you to a particular loading bay. You'll go and wait, and you'll hopefully be on your way soon. And the crucial thing that people need to know if you are stuck in a long wait is, well, it's going to be okay if you miss the ferry. At an airport, of course, it's never okay if you miss a flight. You are going to be in all kinds of a pickle. You're going to probably have to spend hundreds of pounds to rescue the thing. The plane will go without you and the the airline won't be interested. But if it's just a ferry trip then you will be put on the next available ferry almost every single time. So, yeah, it's annoying. You might have to wait an hour or so, um, but you will get where you need to go. And so, well, the advice is, um, well, for me, I couldn't believe on a Wednesday morning in August there was just simply no queue that was discernible. Some people might have had to wait five minutes, but um, my goodness, you could just sail straight through. And I had talked to lots of people there. They want to keep Dover moving as fast as possible. They want to get you on your way. It's all about maintaining the flow. And the best way to do that, travel when nobody else is. Thank you very much indeed for listening. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.